Good evening, and welcome back to The Table On Air, your primary source for learning about what's new, what's happening, and what's what in black LGBTQ culture. I'm your host, Darius Caffey, and I thank you for showing up to this space. You already know what we're about to do. Get real real, a little deep, and maybe a little teary, but we're going to have some fun, so stick around for the ride. Joining me for this week's main event is an award-winning entrepreneur, strategist, and visionary. But first, let's dive into the latest and greatest in this week's Black Report. Before we get into what's new, what's happening, and what's what, let's spend some time talking about what's going on right now. Because what better way to shine a light on our people than to bring more awareness to what they're doing and give them their flowers while they're still here, right? Right. Well, to kick us off, I first want to publicly thank Jerry Nunn with the Windy City Times publication for featuring us, the table on air for our efforts here at Can TV to amplify the voices and experiences of LGBTQIA people. And yes, that means you too, our faithful family that tunes in to support us each week. The article highlights the beginning of our story and provides a brave space to celebrate our newest win, having the highest ranked talk show on the network during our first season. Can y'all believe it? I can, but I can't at the same time because if you only knew the journey to get here, whoo child, then you will know that this is all happening by faith and we're just trying to live in our purpose, taking it day by day, step by step, and sometimes loss by loss. But for this win, I'm thankful. Something else that I want to publicly celebrate is the grand opening of Project Legacy in California, which is True Evolution Incorporated's housing development project. It serves to address health inequity and chronic homelessness while primarily serving those in vulnerable communities through transitional housing, job readiness, and wraparound support. It goes without saying that this work can open up so many doors to support others more nationally in the same way and hopefully help get more people off the streets. However, I am grateful for what this means and is being done more intentionally for and by our community. This includes the opening of both the George M. Johnson House for People with Severe Physical Disabilities and the Twiggy Pucci Garcon House for Trans and Non-Binary Youth. And along with the community garden, because who doesn't love those, other homes developed on the property will also be named after legendary activists such as Reverend Benita Ramsey, Marsha P. Johnson, and James Baldwin, all contributors to progress of the LGBTQ rights movement. Now, I don't know about y'all, but this sounds like another win to me, and I'm happy to see it. Being able to witness greatness take place in real time is truly a magical thing to experience so that everyone out there doing things they've never imagined keep being great and keep making magic happen. You deserve to shine too. That's the wrap on our Black Report with the QUE. And until next week, keep finding ways to celebrate yourself. Joining me for this week's main event segment, we have the co-founder and executive director of the Emmy-nominated streaming platform, Open Television, better known as OTV, founder and director of People Who Care Incorporated, co-founder and development director of Reunion Chicago, philanthropist and multi-talented producer, Elijah McKinnon. Welcome to the table. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm stunning. 
you look stunning with this outfit. <laughs> so thank you. Very glad for you to be here to share some space with me and the rest of Chicago and all of our people to really dive more into who you are and the things that you're doing to shine some more light on all the amazingness that you bring into this world. Mm. So really, really glad for you to be here. I've been following your work for a little bit of time. I've been seeing, you know, all the things that you've been able to do, people that you've been able to collaborate with, and just the different types of access that you and your team are providing for people like us, you know, who are really just trying to tell more stories. So I really appreciate you coming and being able to share more of that with the rest of our people here. Thank you so much for having me and for opening up your home and this space for me to hopefully impart some gifts into the world. And also, I must just say, you have stunning skin. Thank you. Like, your skin is so good. I was just I looking. appreciate it. Like, it's really good. <laughs> but, like, yes, I'm here. I'm happy. I'm so happy. But I just wanted to start there because you have really good skin. Thank As you. a girl who has good skin. Okay, I, I was going to, you know, exactly. get that compliment back. Yeah. No, we drink fine. a lot of water. But you know. I try. Yeah, try. It's, it's the water. Yeah, it's the water. The people the don't water. know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and just minding my own business. That's what I tell people all the time. Yeah, that's what keeps my skin so clear that I yeah. just stay in my own lane and mind my business. Mm -hmm. So let's. But thank you yeah. so much for having me. No problem, and I'm glad that we, you know, are on the same page. Absolutely, are on the same page. Well, again, mm -hmm. there's so much that we can talk about that so many people may or may not know that you are involved in. So I'm just dive into it and let the people get what they need to from there. Cause I'm sure the gems will be dropped, the gifts will be given and the looks will always be served. Always. Okay. Yes. So to kick us off, tell me, where did your love for the art of storytelling start? This is such a great question and I really enjoy the intention behind it because when I'm thinking about where my love began, it really started a lot of people don't know this, but I did like I love speech. exclusive. You know, only for you. Uh, I did speech and debate all throughout high school. Okay. And it started as a way for me to process emotions after my mother passed away mm -hmm. in eighth grade. And I think I just honestly wanted an easy elective, right? It was like a speech, speech? debate. Mm, debate? Gonna, well, because like, <laughs> it wasn't like a sport. It yeah. didn't really have a lot of extra yeah. like curricular, like outside of school time. It was its own um, section in the day. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like, oh, I had to do, I thought I was getting over it. <laughs> Thought I was scamming. I was if like, this is girls easy. know about speech and debate, did they know it's not, not easy, easy. <laughs> easy at all? At all. But what I really enjoyed about it was that it, beyond just like, I think, cultivating and understanding my voice and finding my voice, mm. what I really enjoyed about it was there was a particular type of competition called OPP, which is Original Prose and Poetry. And in that, which I became a national champion. Um, and just FYI, I have yeah. to drop that in Let there. Let them know. Um, I really loved the opportunity I had to like create mm -hmm. stories in that particular type of uh, platform. And in that, I think it was maybe my freshman or sophomore year, I developed a piece called Confessions of a Motherless Boy back when I was identifying as a boy. That's a different thing. But what I really, really enjoyed was that it was an opportunity for me to like harvest all of these emotions around my mother's passing in a space that felt very generative mm -hmm. for my healing. And again, I was like, what, 14, 15? I don't think I really understood what 
that was. The process of healing. Absolutely. Yeah. But it really, I think in hindsight and like where I am to this day and why I think I'm so passionate about the power of storytelling is how much of an opportunity it is to build a bridge between the people who are telling the stories as well as the people who are like receiving those. Yeah. And so I think it really, in terms of origin, started in that moment for me. And over the last, you know, decade or two has been a throughway line that connects all of my work is really archiving our legacy, you know, creating opportunities for people to learn and build bridges between the worlds that we share. And then like, I don't know, there's a, there's a part of me that also thinks that storytelling has the ability to like access one's humanity, right? In a way that like we may not be able to see just daily. And yeah. so I think there are many ways that I found myself here, but really I often come back to storytelling sort of finding me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think black people, queer people, we're all orders, you know, we're, we're people, we carry messages, right? You know, and so it's a gift to be able to do that as like a career. Yeah. Can you tell me more about the things that you're actually caring for, such as open television, people who care incorporated and black agenda? How are these different entities connected to who you are and your personal values? I love the intention behind these questions. So thank you. You know, I think a lot of what I do is anchored in like these three pillars or areas of my life that really anchor and guide my values. So I believe really in resource sharing, building meaningful relationships and mobilizing ideas. And so I'm a big dreamer and- um, As you should be. I am, and I know like, I just got out of a meeting with my team who loves me very deeply, but also knows that I think I'm really big. big. Yeah. Yeah. You dream big. I am, um, but I think what I've learned and all of the ecosystems that I've had just a huge privilege of building over the last 10 years of my career has been really about asking questions and not being able to like find the answers. Mm -hmm. And so if there were opportunities that I witnessed or discovered, there was a community around me that were also having those questions. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm always very weary of people who are in leadership positions who don't understand that like leadership is ordained or elected, right? Like I didn't choose to be here. And honestly, quite frankly, I would love to not be sometimes, yeah. but I understand the privilege and the responsibility that I have. And so the ecosystems, whether it be OTV, which is, you know, a streaming platform and nonprofit for intersectional artists and their stories, or my creative studio and practice people who care, working on campaigns and nonprofits and fundraising efforts or the black agenda, which is just like an opportunity for me to hang out with black queer people that I love. Like I love it. all of these spaces really are just asking questions and providing an opportunity for discovery. And, you know, because I'm a systems person and because as my therapist knows, and many of the people in my community know, like I like to make things. 
and I like to make things that are sustainable mm -hmm. and equitable and rooted in intention Same. and power. And so, you know, I'm really, I think, at a place between all of those, you know, intersections, just interrogating the systems that don't support us, mm -hmm. right? And figuring out ways to create these spaces without those systems, right? Or sometimes with them. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a constant conversation. And so it really is a privilege and I love it. I love it so much. I love that I get to do this work. I think it's such a privilege that um, over the last 10 years, I've had such support, not always, but I've had more support than not. Yeah. And that is such a that's such an honor to have and so now i just have to wake up and do it every day mm -hmm. and that's honestly where a lot of my fear resides it's like oh waking my God. up and doing it every day yeah. yeah i'm like i made this big old life for myself and Commitment. i have to like live it <laughs> <laughs> i'm like whoa this is real this yeah. is real so yeah um i think those are those are the things that really motivate me though and inspire me is that i get to do it instead of you know being thinking about it as like oh, I have this long to-do list, or oh, I have these, you know, never-ending meetings. It's like, I get to do this, yeah. right? And I am borrowing that from my head of marketing and exhibition over at OTV, who oftentimes reminds us that, like, we get to do this work, right? Like, this is such a joy for us. I mean, it's a lot. A labor of love. It is a labor of love, yeah. and sometimes just a labor of labor, you know? <laughs> It's just labor. I heard that. And like, that's yeah. just what it is, yeah. you know? It's just not fancy red carpets. It's just like lots of Zooms and lots of people who want lots of things. Mm -hmm. And that's just the reality. But in the other spectrum of that, we also get to be with like people that we love mm -hmm. and in community and in spaces that love each other. And like, that's such a privilege in today's like society and economy where like so many people, actually more people don't get that. Mm -hmm. And for us and for me as a leader and as a person who's in decision-making power, who often is not in spaces, who are in decision-making powers who look like me, it's a duty, right, to remind people that like we are deserving of this. Amugabalta, host of the program, Three Questions With. Racial, ethnic, and gender diversity is a recent development in the history of theater, leading the foundation's mission to increase Latino representation in Chicago theater is Jorge Valdivia. There are amazing stories being written here in the Chicagoland area by Latino, Latina, Latine playwrights. Join us on Wednesdays at 7.30 in the evening via Channel 19, streaming on CanTV.org and the CanTV Plus app. A lot of those spaces that you're a part of, you know, they bring a lot of power to mm. our people. They give a lot of voice to a lot of experiences and, you know, identities that aren't typically, you know, given that, that spotlight. So how has that support around what you're doing changed for you? That's a great question. You know, I started my first business when I was 21. Mm. And now five businesses later, Period. 10 years later, yeah. you know, I'm now in a place of just like deep humility because I had no idea what I was doing and I still don't. Yeah. Right. Like there's no start where you are. Use what you got. I mean, there's no like there's no just like one day you just, it just all becomes clear. <laughs> like I've been waiting. 
I've been still, waiting. Still waiting. Every day I'm like, today does, did it come? Is there like a well, cheat code? All. Is it a briefcase? Like, what am I looking for, you know? And really what it is, is that like, I just show up and I do the work, you know? I treat people right, you know? I'm real slick at the mouth, but you know. Sometimes people need it. And I need it, right? Because I have also been in positions and spaces where people just, I know didn't believe in me because of just how I showed up. Mm -hmm. And so now that I'm in this space, and I think to answer your question around what has changed is that a common thread has been like not taking shortcuts, right? I've just shown up mm -hmm. and I've just done the work, yeah. right? And whatever that work looks like. And I believe now where I'm at in my career, which is very humbling, is that there is now so much that I just don't know, but so much that I am responsible for. Mm -hmm. Where before there was so much that I didn't know and the stakes were just a lot lower, right? I have a staff, you know, I have people who like, are here, yes, to do this work, but they're here to do, to pay their bills, right? Like, yeah. and they are doing the work yeah. <laughs> in exchange because that's how capitalism works. And I think I'm not blind to that, right? And so it is a huge responsibility for me to find ways to take all of what I have learned over the last 10 years and not repeat, mm -hmm. right, the mistakes over, right? So really actually creating the space because we talk about like, learn the lesson and like get the, but you have to actually like make time for the lesson to land mm -hmm. right and you need to make time for you to actually understand what it is that is a learning edge and how you actually close the gap in that and so now you know where i am as i've transitioned into more of an executive role is like there's so much that i don't know and I tell my, I tell people that, you know, I'm not trying to be in these spaces. Like, I know what I'm talking about. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What is it? I don't know that. Don't, educate me, right? Like, let me learn and let me skill. And I think so much of conducting business in like my twenties was like fear around not knowing. And now where I am is like embracing it. And it's mm -hmm. so like refreshing to just be the person in the room who's like, I don't know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Explain it to me in a toddler, like if I was a toddler. Yeah. And I tell that with a lot of my team and it's it's really fun. It's a great exercise for anyone out there. Explain any of your big concepts as if you were speaking to a toddler yep. and that'll let you know if you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. Because if you can't break it down to someone who Nobody is three or four it. or five, no one's gonna get it, including you oftentimes. So I think that that's something that has changed for me. And I think the other thing I would say is just like learning that time isn't linear, right? Like I'm not, it's more circular. Mm -hmm. And so, so many of the lessons that I've had to learn have actually been having to go through a cycle mm -hmm. of allowing them to really land. And so knowing that like, sometimes you mess up and sometimes you drop the ball and sometimes you, you know, fail, whatever that is but it doesn't mean that the lesson is going to arrive immediately after, right? It may come back a year, three years, four years, <laughs> and you'll get it. That's the actual gift. It's like music. Mm. That song won't always hit the first time no, you heard it. No, or the third, right? Or the third. It may hit you a decade later and you're yeah. like, oh, I understand what my mom was going yeah. through when we were listening to Shade okay. on repeat. <laughs> 
I get it. I get it. I understand. Erica, she was singing. She was speaking truth. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no, that's that's great leadership Mm -hmm. in my eyes because as you actually seeing what's happening, taking that feedback, not just from society or from the people Mm -hmm. that you're working with, but also yourself, you know, realizing where you are in these moments, realizing what you do and don't know. I think that that's important for all great leaders to acknowledge publicly is that they don't always know everything. Like you said, we see all these people in these leadership positions and they may not always have it there together. Just fools. 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 So and then let, I'm very weary of people who think that they have it all together yeah, and, and know everything. I'm not like, always there. <laughs> it's not always there. So I'm glad that as a leader, you're continuing to reflect and take in everything that you've learned across your journey and give that to other people. I think that's also, you know, a part of being a great leader is sharing your testimony with others and sharing with them the things that you've learned along the way so that they don't also make those same, you know, not necessarily mistakes, but maybe go that path. Right. Maybe not take that cheat code route yeah. and, you know, actually do the work to learn about how to really step into their purpose, mm-hmm. which is something that I'm continuously seeing, you know, you do, and even from the people that are part of your community, them, you know, individually stepping into their own lights and being able to share with the rest of the world what they're doing, what they're passionate about, and the things that they're good at, you know, being able to allow people to, to see their light is really amazing. And it's something that I'm passionate about, which is while we're here, you mm-hmm. know, to shine some more light on our people. On so, show. On my show. Exactly. Didn't yes. it feel good saying that? It did. It did. It did. That was I probably I the first time I said that. Mm-hmm. I felt it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you did? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you feel the energy. Hopefully everybody else feels that energy yes. as well. Because I definitely got it, you know, from the small tidbits of conversation. Yes. And we'll definitely, you know, chit-chat a little bit more. But that's yes. all the people get for now. Yes, yes. So we're going to take a little bit of a break. Love that. We're going to come back. I'm going to do a little bit of a fun game for you. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't throw you off too much. I'm ready. I stay ready. As you should, because I stay ready. Okay, let's go. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) And now for Open Space, an opportunity for us to let go, be free, and just live. Stick around for the vibes. So we're back with one of our signature games. Hopefully it's a little fun for you. Game time. Game time. Love that for us. Hope you're ready. Stay ready. As you should. Mm-hmm. So this it's called a ponytail that's ready, you know. I see it. Snacks. Yeah, yeah, game time. Mm-hmm. Ready to go. Ready. <laughs> Let's get into it. So this game is called Hum Association, and I picked this game because I cannot sing. So Likewise. Basically what'll happen is I'll give you a word. You'll sing a song or hum a song that this word is, you know, somewhere in the lyrics. It ain't gotta be in the title. Just okay. somewhere in the lyrics. Okay. And I'll try to guess. Okay. I'll do my best. But for now, we're going to leave it up to the people to guess at home. Okay, I love that. Well, I'm going to plot twist the game. Okay. And I'm going to add another layer. Please do. And I'm going to respond in all of Beyonce's catalog. You just made it so much easier for everyone. I know, but I, because I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a generous queen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we got to stay in the queen. For the, for the kids at home. Hopefully they tuned in. I hope they are. Well, let's see. So for the first word. She might actually got some songs for all of these words. <laughs> you see? First word is dance. Is that a Renaissance? No, four. I'm gonna give Ooh. you a hint. Ooh, is it uh, the song with Kanye West? No, uh, that's also one though too. That's mm, a good one. Yeah. Uh, 
Dance for you. Exactly. Boom, look at Duh, you. I just dance. Slow it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you was going fast. I was going. I was giving you a remix. <laughs> <laughs> Threw me off, right? And that's my favorite album. So. It's good. I mean, I, you felt like a four girl. I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Since I was four years old. So, oh. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce down this household. <laughs> Love it. Next word, joy. Okay, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I know that there's something. The the word has to be in it somewhere in the song. I think it's we're giving energy. It's giving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> giving energy, it's giving interpretation. You know what I mean? Okay, joy. Um, um, okay, all right. I got this. You lost the skill. <laughs> joy. No, I got this. I got this. I'm just okay. I got it. Okay. I'm gonna give you a hint. And I we'll hope I got it. Renaissance. Okay. Um. Um. Power. Okay. There we go. All right. All right. All right. All right. Because it's joy. The power is in the joy. I heard it. I heard it. Yes. All right. One more word. Flowers. Okay. Now. Um. Oh, what is that one song when she's like dancing in the, um, okay, I'm just going to give this because it's just, again, interpretation. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's not off of, al- mm-hmm. maybe it is an album. It's always like that weird era. I think it's Beyonce self-titled, but like. Sasha Fierce. It's like after that, she was like, it's an H&M commercial. We'll get into <laughs> it. All right. So no, it's not that one. Sorry. Okay. It's, we'll get into it. You'll see. Okay. You want another word? I. Oh, wait, what's the word? You said flowers. Yeah. You want another one? Yeah, give me another one. Okay. that was hard. Moment. Yes. Um, okay, this one will be off of the gift. Okay. Um, Jay-Z's in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's the it's the 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 Lion King one. Ah, it's right before Power. No, starts with an M. I'm so sorry, Beyonce. Move, move forever. There we go. That's on the get. That's yes, yeah. Is it? That's on the Cardis. No. Yeah. You know, Beyonce, you got yeah. so many songs, okay? <laughs> and we love you. We do. And we are doing our best to keep up with your entire 25-plus year trying, catalog. Girl. Trying, trying, trying. But we have great skin, so... That's all that matters. It's melanin, it, okay? Do you see what I'm saying? We're here. We're Period. queer. All right? Period. Well, thank you so much, Elijah, for being here and for playing this little game with me, yeah. but also just being more vulnerable about, you know, your shared experiences and the things that you're doing in life. I've enjoyed learning a lot more about you and hopefully the rest of the people have as well. Take the gems that you dropped and hopefully tune in to all the things that you're doing and all the things that you will do because yes. the greatness will continue yes. to, to go on in this space outside of this space and all the spaces yes thank all you. the spaces and thank you for all of the spaces that you are creating to amplify our stories and our humanity 
and all of the visions that you're able to amplify through the space that you've created. So yeah. such a such a gift and such a pleasure to be here with you. No problem. Thank you. Day by day. Day We're doing day. this minute by minute. Minute by minute. You're right. <laughs> minute by minute. We are making history. Yes. Well, that's a wrap for the night, Chicago. But as always, we hope that you're leaving this space with a full heart. Elijah left us with some words to live by. So we hope that you take them and share them with those that need to hear it. Remember, there's no guidebook or roadmap for what we're doing. But day by day, we're starting our own journeys because one story at a time is all it takes. We'll be back next week with more Black queer folks being represented at the table. But until then, thanks for watching. Peace out.